Hey everybody, welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. It is me, your host, Diana Collins, and I want to say hey to everyone. Thank you guys for all the support. Again, as I always want to start off by thanking everyone that supports me and gives me feedback. Also, if this is the first time you're coming on and listening to the podcast, I want to say thank you to you. Oh my gosh, I appreciate you so much for taking the time out to listen to what I have to say. I can't express how much I am grateful that you want to sit and chat with me and listen to me and respond to me and give me feedback. Thank you. And for those of you who have returned, thank you, thank you, and thank you. You get more thank yous because of the fact that you're coming back repeatedly and I appreciate you so, so much. And I want you to know that I appreciate you. So thank you so much for uh, taking the time out to come back and listen and chime in your five cents because I think our cents are worth more. So five, 10, 25, whatever you want to share. Some of y'all share 100. That's all good too. I'm, I'm all for it, but just thank you thank you thank you thank you well today we're coming off the eve of valentine's day the love day the day of love and i am hoping that everyone gave themselves some self-love right because we're so busy being givers and we're giving this and giving that sometimes it's time to take out some self-love so for those of you i don't want to call you single because you're not single because you're dealing with yourself and loving yourself so you're not single um because it's you yourself and you, right? (laughs) I would say I'm dating me, myself and I. Uh, My husband is like, um, yeah, whatever, honey. (laughs) As he listens to me chime on. But anyways, but yeah, so you are loving yourselves and maybe your multiple personalities that live within you. I don't know about anybody else, but um, I do have a couple of people that reside inside of me that uh, tend to come out every now and again. So uh, yeah, so you're, you're single by definition, I guess, but I don't call you single. Anyway, but it, it's, it's just one of those days that you, you just come off the day and you either feel really really great right like I'm sure most of us who are coupled with our spouses and others our significant others and so forth that we are elated this day some of us are waking up uh, with love hangovers is what I call it love hangover and uh, and as Diana Ross says it's the sweetest hangover and great for you I'm, I'm so happy that you you have the love hangover um, and some of us are actually coming off of the drink hangover too. That's fine too, because with the drink hangover comes the love hangover. So sometimes they come hand in hand and it's whatever floats your boat, right? Uh, that's what I say. So, um, there's no judgment and the soulful eclectic podcast is a no judgment zone. You can be your authentic self, however you present it. And that is okay with me. Um, I actually appreciate you being your authentic self. So thank you. But I can't, I, you know, I'm sharing today because I am sitting here folding laundry because life never stops. Right. And doing the one thing my husband does not like to do is fold socks and match socks um it's against his religion i believe to match socks but it's it's, um i got like a a whole bucket full of socks here that i have to match but uh, i'm sniffling because my allergies Uh, i'm not sick thank god um i've been staying well 
taking my vitamins as I hope all of you have been staying well and taking your vitamins is really really important um, that you do so but yeah so I've just been on this whirlwind about love and speaking on love and loving yourself loving each other taking the time out to spend with each other have conversations and things and so forth and as I am folding laundry I came across this uh, book that my husband and I wrote in I think a couple of seasons I think early in the season like season one I talked about these these books that my husband and I write in and I think it came across at a great time right now because um, we're, I, I, we're, we're at a place where we're trying to figure out where we're going next, right? And that's not a bad thing. It's just re, reorganizing your life and getting yourself back on track. Not that we ever got off track. None of us really get off track. It's just that the trajectory of where we uh, thought we were going has shifted just a little and that's probably due to wind change or weather whatever the case may be right and that there I go using you know military gun terms and weapon terms and whatever but um, you guys get my drift right it's it's whatever takes us off course of what we originally planned and sometimes and, and sometimes that's okay I don't think that's a negative thing at all I never take that as a negative I take it as a positive um, my Pollyanna attitude is that if you are off course for whatever the reason sit in that course and figure out why you are off course is it you is it something that you need to do before you continue is there whatever the reason right there, there could be a number of reasons why you have been tossed off this course for a short period or sometimes it's a long period right <laughs> sometimes it's a long period but I came across I Love Story Journal that um, I, that he purchased some time ago. I think it was 2018, 19. Uh, I just remember we were on an Alaskan cruise. So that was the last cruise we actually had taken. So yeah, it was 2018. Yeah, 2018 because we went to Sedona in 2019. So 2018, we were in Alaska, Alaskan cruise. And it was actually my birthday. And so he got these love journals and I was like, wow. And it's, it's actually journaling your love story. Now, I, yesterday being Valentine's Day, right? Um, when you guys get this out, it'll be Thursday probably, but, um, or maybe today, <laughs> but, um, it was Valentine's Day. So, um, I put together like this beautiful collage with my favorite one of my favorite songs and I love um, Whitney Houston's rendition of I, I believe in you and me right and I love that song because it just resonates with me every time I hear it I think about us and our love story and um, how we came to be and how we are to this day and what we project for ourselves moving in the future, which you know we, we, we don't know. We can only um, make assumptions and make plans, right? And as my mom says, you wanna hear God laugh, tell him what you plan, right? <laughs> and I swear God laughs at me all the time, um, but it's okay, cause I'm glad he finds humor in the silly things that I do. 
Um, because sometimes I sit down, I find humor in some of the things that I do. I'm like, oh, you, that was just ridiculous, Diana. Why did you do that? But anyways, um, journaling the love story, right? So I was like, wow, I totally forgot, you know, life gets in the way. You start working and doing other things and you forget about these things. And I, was, I just saw it just now, literally. And um, I was like, wow, this is us. And it's just us unadulterated. And I, we didn't finish the book, which is another reason why I pulled it out because I want us to finish it. My goal is for us to finish this book. And if you guys are in love with someone in an, a long-term relationship, even if it's just the love story of you, right? I challenge you to journal your love story from the day you met yourself originally, right? And I don't mean the day you were born. I mean the day you met you. Like you looked in the mirror and says, I want to get to know who you are. It could be you and it could be any day. It could be when you turn 20. It could be when you turn 30. When you when you turn 32, whatever the the time frame that you can remember that you looked at yourself and you said you want to get to know the person that is in this mirror start journaling that love story and then from there I challenge you to if you are in a committed relationship and if you're not in a committed relationship and you're just flying through the day journal that love story too because it is a love story it's a story of either love at its finest moment or it's a journal of lust what can I say because we all have those and can tell those stories of lust so why not tell that story too it's a great story um, because I'm sure in the middle or in the end somewhere along the line you are going to laugh at yourself hilariously at the things you did during that time and it's it's just even if it's just it's for you it, it is just for you but if you choose to share it that that's totally your prerogative but um it's for you but just I, I would say just journal it it is so amazing the things you will reconnect with yourself or actually even learn about yourself and I think that's what we all should start to do is just learn ourselves and I, I tell you I, it took me till I started what what I term 40 Actually, it started when I was in my 30s, and I just didn't realize it was starting. So I, I would say probably 30, 35, 36, 35, 36, I wanna say, um, because I'm, I'm, I'm dating it back to when I got my first tattoo. And I actually got my first tattoo when I was 36. And um, I waited that long because I wanted to be sure. And you know, you have all these negative um, annotations with it because of the stereotypes that you heard growing up. So you heard that tattoos, people who have tattoos have no career goals, they're out in the street, they're shifty, they're you know liars, these, et cetera, et cetera. Um, your body's your temple, blah, 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 right? And I don't discredit any of my body being my temple because my body is my temple. I, I rush at my temple every day. So what I put on my temple is really important. So I think of my temple as the how the Egyptians wrote hieroglyphs, hieroglyphics on their pyramids, right? So that's how I view my body. My, my body tells a story of me. 
and my tattoos tell a story of me. I digress. Um, but that 36 is when I started to really, ooh, heard that country twang? Sorry. Um, every now and again, you guys will hear as I start to flow, my accent change. No disrespect to anyone. Um, it's me paying homage to the many people that I've encountered in my life. So anyways, so that 36 was that epiphany that just was like, I'm going to live my life as I see it be it right, be it wrong, whatever. It's going to be me, my choices, my judgments, my, my rules, my way. And not set out to hurt anyone uh, intentionally because unfortunately sometimes when you are discovering yourself, sometimes you can hurt the other person. Um, and I say that saying like if you're in a relationship because that has happened. Um, as me discovering myself, I, my eyes are open and your eyes will open to see other people that are around you in your life in a different light. And you will recognize that that's something that you do not want in your life or someone you do not want in your life. And when you reject people, it does get to be ugly. So in that transition and that learning of myself, there was some level of rejection and some hurt on other people's part. And some lashing out and it goes with the territory something you have to be prepared for but anyway 36 right so 36 is when I realized like holy shit who am I and when I can say God honest truth I could not answer that question I could not answer that question so the first thing on your journal for yourself when you're writing your love story of self your first question I challenge you is to ask yourself is who am I plain and simple so when I first ask myself that question of who am I first thing that comes out of your mouth I'm a mom right if you're a parent I'm a mom I'm a sister I'm a cousin I work I'm a nurse I'm a nurse practitioner I'm a student those kinds of things those are professions those are the things you do right it wasn't things of who I am who am I as a person as an individual right and I couldn't answer that so that led me on my challenge and my journey to figure out who in the hell is Diana Michelle because I had no clue all right and at that time I was not married I was actually in a committed relationship that was going on his way out because as I said on this journey you realize the people that you're with are not the people that you should be with right and you realize that they're not very nice people to you so there you go excuse me I have to take a drink and it's lemon water not alcohol it's too early for those shenanigans plus I don't drink but anyways so yeah so you're on that that journey right and then you're figuring out who you are, right? And who is the, who, what is the, what is your foundation? Sorry, I, I just kind of started thinking about other things and it's like, who lost my train of thought. What is your foundation? What may, what, what are you building on that foundation? Okay. So you're one writing, who are you, right? And then what is your foundation what's your ground what's built on and then start to think about what you what's built on that ground and what you want to build on that ground right so 
those are some basic beginning questions to start asking yourself. Nothing heavy. I mean, who are you is a heavy question, right? <laughs> because as I said, not many of us can answer that fully. Um, but there's some of us who can, and I applaud them, but I can guarantee you they did some work before they got to be able to answer that question effectively to you. So don't get, don't, don't be surprised like, oh my God, that is so amazing that they know who they are. They had some work done. They, they did some work, right? Um, there's very, very few people who come out the gate who know who they are. And for those people, I applaud you. I really do. Because knowing you yourself is not easy. And then the next question, um, those are a series of question one, A and B, right? So your next question will be, do I present myself authentically to the people I meet? <laughs> great one right yeah I had to really sit with that one too because I have to honestly say in the past I would say now the future the person I am that I've worked to today the person you see in front of you is the person you're gonna get every time can't can't, can't change who I am it's too difficult I've done it for many years being other people to make other people happy can't do it anymore who I am is who I am okay so if you were to meet me out in public now, what you see, baby, is what you're going to get, okay? Um, but in the past, I can honestly say I did not present myself authentically of who I am. I hid who I, I was from people depending on the situation. Now, don't get it twisted. There is a situation where you do have to do a certain level of code switching. And for those of you who know the term, thank you for understanding. For those of you who don't, I will explain. Code switching is when you are in a specific situation and you have to professionalize it up a little bit. So you can't go in with your authentic twang that you went in with or, or you go into normal conversations with, you kind of got to up your game just a little bit and um, present it differently. Same informa information, you just clean it up a little bit and use your big girl and big boy words. That's all um, code switching is. Uh, so you, 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 I mean, and even in, when I code switch, I have to take my time because once I start getting on a roll, I, I get comfortable. Right? You get comfortable in the things you're confident with and so forth. So you kind of start to shortcut things. So you got to kind of take your time with your code switching and practice it a few times before going out and bringing it out into the public. But anyways, um, so yeah, so being authentic then is it was not me. Um, and, and, and I have to say it, it was me. It just wasn't my true self. Like I felt like I was hiding a piece of me to make other people comfortable. And you'll find that a lot of us in the black and brown community do that. We hide a piece of ourselves to make that other person comfortable. And it's generally of the non black and brown persuasion that we're trying to make comfortable. And honestly, it, it's, it's just, if that's who you are, that's who you are. I mean, we should be talking to each other with no judgment, but 
Um, I say that to kind of caveat off of the authenticity piece and presenting yourself authentic. And I don't want you to think that I'm, I'm saying that you present yourself fake to people because I'm not. Um, because that piece that you do show people is still a part of you and it is you, but it's not the true you that you want to present at that time. Well, maybe it is. And, and you know, I, I can't say yes or no because I don't know you, right? Um, but I notice it and my husband would notice it in different situations and i i would have to tell him i was like no that's that's just i had to switch it up because i had to change who i was or how i spoke to the clientele that i'm dealing with and and that's what you have to do and i've become very versatile in that being a healthcare um healthcare provider you I've learned to adjust and adapt and that's all you're doing is adjusting adapting but sometimes that adjusting adapting carries over and then you feel like you're not being your true self and that's what I was feeling I wasn't being my true self in a lot of situations and that's what I mean by your authentic self and in, in, in asking if you're presenting yourself authentically because I found that I wasn't personally in my old interactions with people um, but that change, that change. Now, as I said, the person you meet, I've done the work and I am doing the work because the work never stops. But um, the person that you meet today is definitely a different person than people who knew me from 10, 20 years ago. I'm not that same person. And you definitely cannot treat me like you treated that person back then because the person I am now will not tolerate that. Whereas I tolerated the bullshit back then not going to happen but anyways but that's your second question all right then you know and then after you you answer those two th two questions right then think about sit, sit with that for a while don't do anything else right answer those completely and honestly and then let it marinate within you for a little while come back a couple of days read it and then um See if you have any more questions for yourself. Like, why did I feel that way? Why did I present myself like that? You know, what was I scared of? Right? What did I need to get from those, from myself to be better, to do better, to present better, right? Um, as I said before, in, in the podcast, in episode before this one, is that, you know, knowing, knowledge is helpful, but it doesn't always mean that you do better because we still have that choice. So then you think about why did I choose to present that way in, in that situation? Why did I choose to treat myself that way? Why do I choose to present myself as this, this, and this instead of knowing who I am authentically and who I am as a person, right? And then from there, it, it just seems to build, right? The questions keep coming at that point. And we'll talk more, uh, more and more about this, but um, the love story journal, you can also apply to your relationship. So now you take those same questions, um, and then have them in your relationship. Now with this, you, you, it, it, it does work better when both of you do it. If you're in a, a couple relationship, it, it really does. And then you get to know each other again on a different level. It's like, wow, I didn't know you perceived that situation like that. That is amazing because I saw this when we went on this date and this is what you got from that same date. And I'm telling you, the amount of conversation that comes from that is amazing. And right now, my husband and I have been married 
six years. In June, it'll be six years. So, um, but we, and we've been together six years. We got married the first year after we got, yeah, yeah, we got married really quick. Um, so we've been together six years. So we'll be married six years in June, but together seven by then, how, however that works. Uh, but anyways, but it's amazing that the conversations that we have now, my husband and I, we talk about every and anything. Um, there's no conversation that is un, untouched. And I know that, um, I know I saw this Steve Harvey thing where he said, you do have to keep stuff from your, your spouses, you know, some level of secrecy. I mean, yeah, there is something like he doesn't know everything. There's some things that you kind of save for later. Um, and that's okay because eventually he will know everything. It's just that you got to break it up in part, in, in parts, <laughs> in parts. Um, and that's, and that's, that's just the way. And then, you know, of course, being with my girlfriends, I, I don't tell him everything that we talk about. Now let's get real. Some things just, you know, husband just should not know. Um, and and long as you're maintaining the sanctity of your marriage, that's that's the the big piece. And there's no disrespect to the other party. That's what that's about. So that's when I talk about secrets. I'm not talking about infidelity secrets. Hell no, hell no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about um, just little incidental details about life's going on. Sometimes they don't need to know everything. Like he doesn't need to know that the supermarket clerk hit on you. Is that necessary? Really? No. And then you got to know the person you're talking to, too. Yeah. And I'm sure he doesn't tell me every time he gets hit on. I, I mean, he's a handsome dude. I know he gets hit on. He doesn't tell me. And that's okay. You know, we need, we all need the, that little stint of the ego boost. It makes you feel good when someone else hits on you. Granted, no one's hit on me in a long time, but yeah, I don't know. It's okay. I'm, I'm all right. But it, um, <laughs> I digress. Anyways, so if you have not checked out this book, I would suggest, and I know I mentioned it years back, um, but the Love Story Journal, our Love Story Journal is great because it gives you prompting questions to ask. Now, the questions I asked were not in this book. I, I just, that's something that I um, would journal in a book is about, you know, who am I, your love story of self, your self-love story. So there you have that. But yeah, so that that's that's that piece. And then, you know, I shared also the other book that we got. And I know I hate to go back, but like I said, I just came back to these books and I, I feel bad that we never got to finish them. So my goal is to finish these books this year. Um, and since, especially since I did the big thing and quit my job so I can build my creative world here. So I have time to do it and and I can, and I use that word that that loosely having time because I honestly don't but I I have the opportunity to make time because my schedule is nothing like it was when I was working full-time as a um in academia uh nowhere near nowhere near um so I do have the time and I am making the time to sit with my husband and finish our love story. But the other thing I was thinking also of finishing is our bucket list, right? 
there's this lovely book and you guys don't have to get a book it just so happens he bought a book for us to work in but you can also write your bucket list for you as an individual yourself bucket list and also your bucket list for you and your spouse or you and your family what is it that you want to cover and this bucket list has like these prompts in it which are great um, because I do sometimes need prompts my brain um, thinks in abstract so sometimes having something concrete is helpful um, which is why it's really hard for me to finish this DNP because it's very concrete and my brain is abstract and I'm all over the place. But anyways, um, but the bucket list is really great because it starts to also give you another thinking process on, gosh, where would I love to travel? Where would I love to live? Like right now we're struggling with trying to figure out where we're going to plant roots because our children are older. Um, he married into older children. My, my girls are in their 20s, um, 26 and 24. She'll be 25 to be exact. Um, but I know they're going to start having families. Like they have serious boyfriends right now that they're really considering it are the one for them. I'm sorry, girls, put your business out there. But it is. There it is. There, there you go, guys. If you didn't know, they think you're the one. Okay. Um, but they they feel like they're the one. And if they were to have children that they can see themselves having children with these people so i'm like holy crap now i really have to plant roots somewhere because those of you who know me know that i am like the nomadic woman i can pick up and move to another state in a heartbeat um, i have yet to move to another country outside of military forces but um as far as me living and taking up residence in another country, I have never done that. And um, it, I, it is on our bucket list to live in another country. We just have to settle on what country, it'd probably be somewhere in Africa. But anyways, but yeah, so I, we need to sit down and figure out where the hell we wanna live. Well, now that's, that's the thing. So that um, will probably take precedence over us discussing the bucket list, but it's also part of the bucket list because it's our, our place that we're going to plant roots. And I, and I, I say roots because um, I want to be grounded, right? I don't plan to just be complacent and never go anywhere. No, I want ground, a ground place so that a home base so that when we start to really get back into the traveling like we used to do, we have a home base to come back to. And I don't mean like an apartment and, you know, somebody's rental home that you have. Yeah, that's all great, but it does not feel like home. And for those of you who do have your own home, know what that feels like. And I have had my own home. My husband has had his own home. So we know what that feels like. So it's really like, okay, we need to sit down and figure this out. Um, so bucket list is... Um, it, that's part of the bucket list, honestly, because part of the bucket list is fine. Is is where do you want to live? Where do you want to ground yourself? And I, I say roots loosely because people think roots in this like you're planted there forever. Nothing's forever, and we all aware of this, right? Nothing's forever. Your roots, you can always uproot your roots and plant yourself someplace else. That's the beauty of uh, being a, a plant, right? You can always uproot it as long as the climate is what it, it should be you can replant that plant there, or you can make the climate appropriate for that plant to grow. So pick up all your roots and move somewhere else. So it is not always permanent. And I know sometimes when you feel like you bought a home, you feel like it's permanent, but that's not the case. Um, but 
Yeah, so yeah, so we're gonna continue and finish that and, and do that. So I, I challenge you and I wanna know, tell me how it's going. Um, give me some feedback on how the love story for yourself goes. Uh, I want you all to really start with yourself. Start with that self-love because as you know, I say self-care, self-love is not selfish. It's not, all right? It's showing homage to yourself that you appreciate who you are. And then just look in the mirror and just say, who are you, right? Even every, when I get up in the morning, it's silly. I look in the mirror and say, who are you today, right? What do you want to accomplish today? Sometimes I go, I don't freaking know because I really don't. I have like my hands in so many different pots that I don't know. And right now, I mean, I used to have my hands in five pots five burners going okay stirring flipping the whole nine right and then I got rid of my biggest pot my biggest pot was my full-time job when I tell you that pot had me checking it every five ten minutes so it doesn't stick to the bottom of the so the food doesn't stick to the bottom of the pot that was that pot so you really could not leave that pot for a long period of time if at all because your food would burn that's how my full-time job was that's my analogy of my full-time pot that cooking pot that sauce that thick that roux that you're doing that you can't leave you got to keep stirring you got to keep your mind on it you got to keep adding seasoning to it you got to keep tasting it that's that was my job that was that pot right so the other ones were your your accoutrements <laughs> that go with it right your side dishes that you got maybe you got your meat in the oven that's your other big one but you with your meat in the oven or for me it's tofu but my you know with but with your protein in the oven you got to go in and you turn it maybe baste it a little bit and then it's, it's good for another 45 minutes or hour depending on what you're cooking right so you don't need that much time on that one that one is my doctorate degree right <laughs> because it just sits there i go in give it a little love and then i come back to it go in look at it give it a little love and come back to it right and then you have your accoutrements your your side dishes right your side dishes maybe you got to come back every 30 minutes depending on your rice we eat brown rice so that's a long cooked 45 minutes so you go in throw it in and you're kind of stir it up a little bit if you're using a conventional way and then you're fine if you're using the crock you know, rice cooker then hell you just throw it in put the amount of water in push the button and go you're good right that's that's my podcast right that's the podcast right there you push the button and go. So then you got your, your the rest of your side dishes, whatever it, it may be, right? Sometimes we got that pot of vegetables. If it's fresh vegetables, you done cut them up, did your, your mise en place, which is your prep, and you cut them up and you throw them in a pot, you throw your spices in, give it a good steam for a few minutes, maybe five, 10 minutes, and then you're done, right? So that's my other piece that that's the, the the other piece now it leaves more attention every now and again depending on the type of vegetable and what you're planning that day but you can come back to it and then you have your other side dish whatever it may be might be like a yam potatoes whatever and then you have that so you come back and you deal with that that's my other business right so here i am multiple pots multiple pots but now that i got that big pot off i feel like i can do more I can do more. Um, I hope you guys like my little analogy. It was fun. I like that. I'm like, I got a lot of pots going on. I feel like I'm a 
food maestro. But anyways, but yeah, so that that's how I see see it and see things and um that's how busy life can be, but stopping to do the bucket list, stopping to do our love story reconnects you with your significant other, reconnects you with yourself and brings it all back um, and opens up for some great conversations. So I challenge you to sit with yourself and have that first conversation. And then if you are in a, a relationship, have your partner join in and then you guys have the conversation together and then see what you come up with and please do share. Um, I would love to share your love story and one day, maybe this week, since it's the week of love, I will share our love story because I actually really do love our love story. It is quite cute, if I do say so myself. But anyway, um, I'm a, I am a little biased, but that's okay. But yeah, so on that note, <laughs> I will leave you guys and not keep you too much longer, but I do ask that you do share. I'm sorry, I hit the mic. I am so sorry. Good Lord. Um, I do ask that you do share your 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 stories and your your interests if you so choose with me. Um, you can send me an email at dc at thesoulfuleclectic.com. So that's dc at thesoulfuleclectic.com. Or you can uh, Facebook. I have Facebook too, DC the Soulful Eclectic, and also Instagram the dot Soulful Eclectic is also up and running and fully active. And then also you can just go on the website and just drop me a line, shoot me your email. I would love for you to take a visit and visit the website. I really would appreciate it. I worked really hard on it and I love for your support. Um, so thank you for that. And I love to thank my sponsors. And right now I have two really big sponsors, which are, um, gosh, can I get this right today? So my one big sponsor is Collins Education Resource Management, which is a tutoring service for healthcare providers or healthcare students who are in going into healthcare professions, either high school or already in a program. Uh, they are there to help you sustain and actually with a big focus on the black and brown community and English as a second language. So if anyone is struggling trying to master the heart, <laughs> for instance, um, they will be happy to be of an assistance. They also do speaking engagements and lectures on workshops and workshops on health and wellness, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and also the biggest one, LGBTQ plus health and wellness and transgender healthcare. So that's their biggest thing that they like to go out and talk about because right now that is our biggest issue is having effective transgender LGBT health care in our cities. So um, Collins Education Resource Management and you can reach them at uh, collinseducationresourcemanagement.com or send them an email and at education at collinseducationresourcemanagement.com. So it's, co it's education at collinserm.com is the email address, but you can always find them on the web. And the other sponsor is a new, 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 new. You guys heard me talk about this company, Divine Nubian Essentials. It's amazing. It is a holistic, all natural herb and plant-based uh, 
skin and health care company that actually makes the products from home and they add 100% essential oils to everything that they do and it's amazing it makes your skin feel amazing I've been using it for four years now my hair has grown immensely so from those of you who have watch me on my podcast or, or watch me on Facebook or whatever um, and see my hair. My hair did not start out that way. It was really short and using Divine Nubian Essentials oils and hair, hair products and skin products have just made a huge difference. So um, DivineNubianEssentials.com is the website and you can reach them by email as well if you so choose. Um, their email address is beauty at divinenubianessentials.com. So, you know, those are my two biggest sponsors. And if anyone decides and chooses and wants to be a sponsor on the podcast, feel free to reach out. You can reach out to me on the website and I will definitely respond to you. And also, if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, definitely reach out and let's chat about it. I'd love to have you because what's going to happen in the near future is we are building a YouTube channel and so we will have a YouTube channel and we'll be able to have these conversations live, which I cannot wait. So thank you, thank you, thank you again to all of you who listen, who come on, who share. I appreciate you. And thank you to all my future guests who are coming to, to spend time with me. I appreciate you. I welcome you. And I look forward to talking with you. So with that, I bid you all namaste. Take care of yourself and each other and also look in on your neighbors. Just say hey if you like them. If you don't like them, pray for them and keep moving. You don't have to speak to them. <laughs> all right. You guys take care. Much love to you all. Peace.